0: Alright. Happy Sunday again. We have some very special guests. We have Brie and we have little Casey. Why are you staring at me, man? <laughs> <laughs> so for this first segment, like I mentioned earlier, we're just gonna piggyback off of last Sunday. Um just to refresh everyone's memory. Last Sunday Brandy and I discussed faith and worship and um worship and just the word, such as the Bible or scripture or what have you, versus faith in higher being, God and Allah and Buddha, whoever it is that you worship. So, um, Brie, feel free to uh, just add anything or just speak on what you heard last Sunday or...
1: Okay, so I basically wanted to chime in because I grew up missionary Baptist, so I didn't go to church every Sunday, and I didn't go like how you were saying, you know you have to be at church like every every revival, you know every Bible study, all that I didn't do all that, and I mean, I still don't do the all that, but I would consider myself a Christian, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I feel like there are scriptures, you know people. They read their word. They know every scripture. No, I don't know every scripture. I'm still learning the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are scriptures that give you substance for certain certain situations. So when you were speaking on the armor, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Taking away the armor. I feel like your scripture is your armor. Mm-hmm. So no, I can't quote every scripture, but the ones I do have... I have them with me for, like, certain situations. Like, I know, okay, this scripture is talking about X, Y, Z. So, specifically for that one. And you always have to have scripture mm. to keep you, you know what I'm saying? Keep you going. Keep you motivated. There might be something how people do inspirational quotes. You might have a scripture that might be inspirational to you. Um, I just feel like you can. you can have both. Faith in the word and faith in the higher being mm-hmm. just simply because faith is where it's faith is the whole. I don't even know how to put it into words. It's like your whole circle. You know what I'm saying? That That's what everything is based around. Um, you have faith knowing that God, Allah, whoever you worship is with you every day. That's your faith. But then the scripture is your armor. Mm hmm if
0: that makes sense yeah yeah it, it makes sense because you're talking i feel like you're talking about the well-rounded person that they they believe in god they attend they might attend church and then they don't just reference these parts of the bible they are they take in the whole bible because you said um the scriptures are your armor but you you pretty much take them in. You don't just quote them when it fits you. It's like, that's part of your life. So whether I have my Bible in front of me or not, I still believe in this scripture and I can still apply it. I'm not going to use it to bad mouth people mm-hmm. or to all of a sudden be like, oh, well, I read this one scripture that says you can't do that. It's like, no, I, I've i taken in all of them. I know how they all, one part su- supports the whole thing. Yeah. So... I feel like you're you're actually a person that, if you take a, like you said, you don't go to church every Sunday, or you don't go to every revival, or every homecoming that the church has, because...
1: Oh, girl, I'm at every homecoming.
0: Food. <laughs> like, well, no, no, not that one. <laughs> I, I, go, I go to
1: homecoming. Like, I mean, just because it's... Homecoming is like a time of fellowshipping, and you see, like, people that haven't been to church in a while, they might have moved away, and they might come back, you know, just to celebrate the church's anniversary, mm-hmm. and then also there's food, so... Lord bless us with food on that day, so you know, yeah,
0: but but I, but I know you know, we know some people like that where it's like they just pick and choose when to turn on their Christianity, but that's
1: you can't do that mm-hmm. because in the Bible it says, I'm gonna you either gonna be hot or you're gonna be cold, you can't straddle the fence, you cannot be in between, so mm-hmm. you either gonna be in it fully or you're gonna be. On the other side of the fence, and you can't just say, "Okay, I'm gonna be a Christian today," or "I'm, I'm a, I'm gonna pick and choose this." Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It's you can't just apply.
0: Yeah. You can't
1: just apply it to whatever you want to. If you're gonna do it, you have to do it a hundred percent,
0: not that, just half. That was the issue I was I was seeing. I don't know if you saw. Um, yes, I think I saw. we talked about. This last night, that Raekwon's Facebook status he had. Yes. And how all those people were I like... I didn't see
1: the comments, but I saw the video and I felt like that wasn't the time or the place. Mm-hmm.
0: He had a really good uh point. He was just like... I get what y'all are saying because everybody was like, that person shouldn't have came into church like that. And there's a time and but place. But at the end of the and, day,
1: are you the judge?
0: Right. That's That was Raekwon's biggest thing. Are you the judge? Mm-hmm. At the
1: end of the day, like... My friends are gay. I, that has... That's your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't judge you on what you do, what you decide to do. At the end of the day, God is going to be. That's between you and God. Or you and whoever you believe in. That's mm-hmm. between you and them. Let them. I, I can't judge you on that. Because it's not my life. All I can do is live my life.
0: And that's where I feel like there's a little division with, with the people that made me come up with the whole faith in the word versus faith in the higher being because mm-hmm. i'm like if you truly have a faith in the higher being you would know that god is a, a, a being that doesn't he doesn't see just just your one sin so he doesn't look at me and see well casey's gay he, he'll he look at me and see everything everything bad and good that i've done and then when we get to these people like some of the Ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, on Raquan's Facebook status that were quoting direct passages that said, "Well, the Lord says this, and because of this, this person should not have come to church like this, and they're going to hell." And it's like, okay, you you're using this one little passage. What about the rest of the book? What about mm-hmm. the person that still you turn to? You go into his place of worship on Sundays, and if it's if we believe in the same God, I might not you know, relate to Christianity, but I believe in God. If we believe in the same God, I don't think that person or that being would ever cast somebody out of church because church is supposed to be a place where you can all come. We might not look the same, but we're all like-minded. We're Mm -hmm. all here to get the word and and be surrounded by other people that want to receive the word and give our tithes and that should be it. It don't matter if I walk in there butt-ass naked. I mean, Unless you have something that says don't come in here with no socks or shoes, <laughs> but yeah. other than that, I feel like that that is the kind of representation Christianity does not need because that's when a lot of people turn away. Yeah, or they feel like people that are Christians are bigots, or you know, it's it's just it's kind of like I don't know if you never if you've never seen a. a a full group of Kappas or something, and then you see this one Kappa that's always talking shit about people, and he's always doing the most, and he's always just spewing hatred, then you might start to mm-hmm. think, well, damn, all the Kappas like this. All of them like are this. the same. the only one I've ever seen. That's the only one that... But
1: that's where the stigma comes in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have that stigma. So when the saying is true. One bad apple always spoils it for the rest of the bunch. You don't have... All your Christians are not... Bashers, or you know what I'm saying, like spewing these. Oh, I'm gonna beat the word into you. No, mm-hmm. you can't. You can't do that to people. You have to approach. Everybody's different, and in Christianity, you're supposed to be bringing people to Christ. So you have to know how to approach each situation. So I might be walking over here to this convenience store, and I might just walk up to this guy that's standing outside. I might start talking to him, mm-hmm. and he might start. I might, you know, he might start telling me his problems. Then I start talking to him about, you know, my, my religion, my faith. And say, hey, have you tried this? Have you tried that? You don't know how he, that might change his life. Right.
0: Versus the person that goes up and, and he starts talking and they're like, oh, well, you know, the Bible says this, you shouldn't be doing this. Instead Probably, of you telling me how to fix the issue, you're just pointing out everything that's wrong.
1: That's wrong. Instead of pointing out your flaws at the same time.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: you have flaws. I have flaws. So I can't go to you and start preaching this word to you about your flaws and I still have dirt in my closet.
0: Exactly.
1: Like for example I have a coworker. And when I first met him, I didn't know how to take him. Um it was like every every conversation, it wasn't like I could walk up and say, Hey, how you doing? You know, how was your weekend? Blah, 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 without you. Throwing scripture at me or saying, well, God did this and God, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I'm not saying I don't like that, but I'm saying.
0: Is there any you underneath what you're trying to preach?
1: Yes. Because everything was like a scripture after this, a scripture after that, scripture for this, scripture for that. That's great. You you know the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know it. Good. That's That's awesome. But don't try to force your... Opinion in your representation of the Bible, if if that is the correct way to say it, mm-hmm.
0: on me, cause you got. I feel like even if you're like a master of a certain language, you still got to know how to speak to the masses in a way that they can understand. Like, yeah. Kind of like at work, if you know all the lingo that is corporate and is is what people amongst Old Navy or Enterprise say, and then you try to go sell this product to the customer you're saying all that verbatim the way that you and your your other coworkers y'all might be able to understand each other but then the customer is like i don't know what any of this yeah. means like what are you talking about mm-hmm. can you break it down to me in in terms that i can understand and it's like well no because um this is all i know yeah it's like i'm that's why I was telling Brandy, too. Like, if you don't stand for anything outside of joining something, an organization or a religion, even, you get lost. And you just become that thing. And there's no more you. So, you're kind of like, you feel like you find yourself in the Lord, but it's like, did you really? Or did you just intertwine yourself in something because you, you're kind of this empty vessel? You don't have anything.
1: Because, like, for a while, Ooh. I was going to church. <laughs> just because, like you said, it was... That's what you were taught to do. Mm-hmm. You go to church. You do this. You do that. But I wasn't feeling anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't. I was going, but I wasn't leaving different. Right. You know they say you go, you're not supposed to go in, come out the same way you went in. I was still coming out the same way I went in. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling anything. I wasn't feeling like I had a connection with God. And then I had to go search for myself right and I was like okay I hear about this God I hear you know hear that he does great things you know what has he done for me and I wasn't looking at life like okay I'm blessed you know to be alive I'm blessed to do this I'm blessed to do that I wasn't looking at it like that I was looking for like tangible things exactly and then I got to my accident and then that's when I was like oh my god like I literally I almost died literally but God saw for me mm-hmm. to pull through and you know walk away with just, with just a fractured C2 and I was like he's he is real but all this time growing up I was like I know there's a God I know it is but what has he done for me so yeah. after that moment, that's when it clicked, and I was like, okay, yes, he does a lot for you. He wakes you up. You have food. You have all these other things. You could, It could be the other way around. Mm-hmm. So I had to look at it like that. But yeah. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. people take Christianity and
0: use it to what They're, they want. Yeah. there
1: I... apply it to whatever they want it to be applied to.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think me personally – some of the stuff that I went through, I feel like God kind of showed me, you have to find yourself. You can't keep looking for me. Because exactly. I'm here. Regardless, I'm showing you every day. I'm waking you up. I'm, I'm still reminding you that you have purpose, regardless of whether or not you know what your purpose is. But it's mm-hmm. like, when you, when, when a person that believes in anything, they get down to their bare minimum. Or, like Nisha talked about at the book signing, the uh, the question about when you were at your lowest, it's like we immediately are like, well, let me find the fastest way to get filled back up, and that for most people is God or going to church or those people that go to prison for years and years and years and they come out and they're they're renewed and reborn. But if you
1: notice, a lot of people don't start calling on God until
0: something's until wrong. until
1: something is wrong, yeah. and that's it shouldn't be that
0: way. That right, that's you why should. I, I feel like. You have to find you. Because if you're an image of God and you find yourself, then you're going to find God. Like mm-hmm. If you find what he truly has destined for you, you're going to find him. You're gonna, Or you're going to look up and be like, oh wow, you've been here all along. You wanted me to find me mm-hmm. so that I could get closer to you. Because if you don't know yourself... Uh, he knows you, yeah. but you, but you don't know you. Yeah, and he can see that you don't know you. So it's like you're searching and you and I think sometimes people, they're like, I got to find my testimony or I got to find God. And God is like, I'm here. You already know I exist. Why aren't you trying to find you? The you that I want you to be mm-hmm. is what I want you to focus on. I don't want you to. It may it may not be necessarily that you need to go to church more. It, just, it may be that you need to listen to yourself more. You need to listen to the, the voice that God put in your head when, when something is going wrong and you're like, maybe I should do this. You don't always have to go to. I think sometimes people preach certain things on us. Like mm-hmm. they're like, well, you have to, you gotta read the Bible. You feel this way, you gotta pray. You gotta do this. It's like, well, what about but the you, other voice? But you says, can't
1: tell me. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me how to interact with God. Exactly. I have to be able to do it for myself, and I think that was my issue. I was trying to do it everybody else's way. And what everybody else said worked for them. Exactly. And I was like, that that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So when I finally figured that out, it clicked. And it was like, Brie, you, you got to find him for yourself. Mm-hmm. Find out what works best for you. Then he'll start revealing other things to you. He's already revealing little things along the way. But you just have to be able to see it it
0: and and believe it and feel it and all that and then I think if you get too caught up in in just the religious parts of practicing religion like making sure that you go do this on this day or making sure that you read this at this time or you can just get you can start to have faith in the routine more so Mm -hmm. than the actual religion so it's like you shouldn't feel empty if you just missed a, a Sunday because you should still feel full because you have that connection with God outside mm-hmm. of the tangible physical things. You should still feel elated and stuff when you wake up on a Sunday, even if you didn't plan to go to church that day. You should still be like, well, I still got purpose. I still got favor. Can you worship him from where you're standing without anyone else around? Exactly. Exactly. I feel like some people get get lost in that. They feel like they have to be engulfed in a bunch of other people or they have to, people have to see that they're worshipping they mm-hmm. can't do it alone because then they don't get any credit
1: like <laughs> this movie it's it's a movie but I feel like it's so real like to me you ever seen the movie war room mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it I think you should like go watch it I feel like it's a it's on Netflix I think it is but it's basically showing like Yes, they go to church, they do all this, but when you're home, what do you do? Mhm your how can I say it you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing all this in your secret room, you know what I'm saying? That's your secret room, so when you come out, you have your scripture, you have your weapons, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're you're like you say, you're full, so I feel like that movie like it it depicts it all like I don't need you around for you to see me worshiping. Right. I don't need you in my house to see what I do in my house. So that goes back to your connection with, with God, with you, your higher being, whoever you might, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whoever you might worship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's
1: a it's a good movie. And then going back to purpose. You're I asked for my purpose, like, what? Why am I here? Because I just felt like I was just, I was just here, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just doing the same, going, waking up, go to work, go home, wake up, go to work, go home. I'm doing the same thing. What is my purpose here? Every time I try to leave, I can't. It's like, nope, stay here, stay here, stay here. And I'm, like, I'm stagnant. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm getting comfortable, complacent. What, what, it, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. And about three weeks ago now. It was finally revealed to me. What's wrong, sir? It
0: was revealed to you
1: too. (laughs) But it was like it was it was revealed to me and it was like this is why you're here. This is what you need to be doing. You know,
0: I didn't feel that way until I went to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like I had any up until then, honestly, I don't even know if I told y'all, but I felt aimless like I didn't have a soul, pretty much. Like, And then it was kind of like, I feel like I knew I was that was going to happen, because I mm-hmm. sat in my mother's house one day, and I saw the police come, like, I, I just was looking at the door, and I saw the cops come and arrest me, and I was just like, what the hell? What was, what's that about? What, why do I keep seeing it? And then I kept seeing it. And instead of me uh-huh. taking heed to that and being mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I need to switch up what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I just pretty much let myself into actually seeing that actually happen. Like the mm-hmm. cops didn't come. In. <laughs> I went to see my PO, and that it was just that that ignorance like lingering around me. And now it kind of sounds crazy because it's like, why do you have to go through all that to figure out that you? You have purpose, and you have more to do than just be here. But, but
1: everybody finds theirs different. Mm-hmm.
0: But I honestly, up until then, I, I don't know. Joe really, really, really woke me up and, and told me you just gotta, you just gotta live life different. Like, even the last night I was in there, um, I was supposed to. They told me I was gonna get out at one time. And you don't have any really, you don't have any real track of time while you're in there. Versus, except for, uh, you know, when it's like 10, 9, 10 o'clock, because then you can't be out in the open wreck anymore, and they send you to bed. And then they kept, my PO told me, she was like, at 11 p.m. on that night, we'll go ahead and process you out. So you can go to work in the morning. So. I wanna say we we went to bed at like nine or ten, whatever time it was, I knew I should only have like an hour left in here. Mm-hmm. And the hour went by and then I heard somebody else leave who also was supposed to be leaving at eleven and I was still in there and I was just like, Oh, okay. And you can't you can't get up and ask anybody anything or you can't be like, Hey, when am I supposed to get out? Cause the way I went in there the, for the quick dip, you just in there, you don't there's have no bond, nothing. You're just bad. in there to learn a lesson pretty much. They can kind of give you an estimate of how many days you'll get, but there is no exact time. So I was just laying there and I was, just, I just remember thinking like, I'm never going to end up in here again. I'm never going to put myself in this predicament ever again and it was like somebody was in there cosigning with me like Mm -hmm. you sure aren't but you had to come in here and I was just like man I don't ever want to disappoint myself or my mom or my friends or anybody like this ever again and it it was like a voice like literally I'm laying on this little cot facing the wall and it's like somebody was standing behind me like every time I had a thought or every time I said something they were like "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." and then finally I was like I just remember thinking i'm not doing this again like i i, I have so much more purpose than that and li- literally that probably came out my mouth and the second it came out my mouth i heard them saying the strikes get yourself so you can go and it was like that
1: was that was the realization point for you right there that's what yeah that's what god wanted you to know like okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna wait for you to say this
0: yep because I don't, I don't know, even me going in there, like when she told me, I'm going to send you to jail because you keep coming in here pissing hot and you think it's a game. And at that point, now thinking back on it, I'm like, yeah, I definitely, I didn't, I wasn't taking it serious because mm-hmm. just going through the motions and I had to pay all this money and even, even me just thinking the reason I was on probation, it wasn't good enough for me. I was just like, why? This is stupid. I had other people in my ear like, Yeah, man, you shouldn't be on probation because that same thing happened to me and this, that, and the third happened. And I was just like, see, this is dumb. So that, yep, that day that I went in there, I had the probably the worst attitude that I'd ever had going to see her. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't really care about the fact that I knew I had just smoked before I went in there. And she was just like, you just got this attitude about you, like, like shit sweet like you you do realize where you are and i was like yeah but i mean i gotta go to work so what we about to do and she was just like oh okay well you're not going to work today (laughs) you're you're gonna go to jail Mm. and i was like whoa i i don't know i thought even get going in there and doing the in processing and then taking your clothes and all your stuff it was just like this this, this is surreal. I I just knew if anything like this ever happened to me, I'd be crying and I'd be freaking out. And that jail cell is small as hell. It is maybe that big. That space right there by the door, maybe from there to where the TV is. It's small. And there were two of us in there.
1: Mm. And
0: that, too, was a whole testimony in itself. The other girl that was in there with me, she was 18, and that was her third, t- third time being in there. And she just... Like me, it that 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 kinda of slapped me in the face too. too, 'cause I'm like, damn, she's eighteen. She's been in and out of the system and she has this same attitude that I had that just got me in here. Like it's no big deal. And that made me say, Okay, I don't need to I need to shake that attitude off because I could very well be like her. But but she was young and it was like she just turned eighteen so you know, the third time usually you go to like the state. Mhm. And she was like, well, they told me if I get in trouble after this, then I'm not coming back to Cumberland County. I'm going to prison, pretty much. And it
1: also depends on the charges as far as...
0: mm -hmm.
1: Because you can Uh go in and out, in and out, but...
0: Yeah, because I I believe she said her previous charge was like... They caught her attempting to break into a car. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they let her off. And then she ended up back in there from fighting with her girlfriend and somebody calling the police and I was just, just listening to her and talking to her and I was like wow I was like, you know me, I don't I knew even then I was like I, I didn't I believed in God but I didn't go to church. And I asked mm-hmm. her, I was like, Do you go to church? And she was like, No. I was like, Well do you believe in God or anything? And she was like, I mean I did when I was a kid but I don't really be around mm-hmm. my grandparents like that anymore mm-hmm. so I don't so it was like she was she was kind of out of touch with a lot of things I could tell, and I just told her like I don't ever expect to end up back in here, but I don't ever want to see or hear that you were back in here. Like, please, for real, because you're a young black woman, and you have got your whole fucking life ahead of you, literally, and you're about you're gonna your steps away from throwing it away. And I think she probably now is in prison. We we were friends on Facebook, and I she hit me up and asked me. If I could take her somewhere in South Carolina, I'm like, no. <laughs> what the hell? And not long after that, I saw she ended up back in jail. And I was like, this is probably your last time going in or going in and coming back out. So hopefully she's fine now. But I'm pretty sure she's still in jail because of whatever she did. Um, and that, I just went off on a tangent, but that that was. where I started kind of piecing certain things together like not necessarily being like well let me go read the Bible or let me try to go to church but just, mm-hmm. just to be more open and listen to certain people and certain present day scriptures I feel like I'm around people like you and Brandy and Nisha and Tia and, and Teek she preaches to me all the time and she don't even know it like just the way she she'll say to do something it's like I feel like I was placed around certain people
1: mm-hmm. in a
0: certain day and age because God has shown me a Bible outside of the Bible, pretty much. Like, through y'all, I can see testimonies. Okay. I can see um different passages of, of the Bible or just experience, like, a love that is outside of family, even because I've just been through so much with my family. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Yeah. All of all of you guys kind of make up a, a church, or my my people that I consider my close friends, y'all are like my church, pretty much. And the the stuff that you you guys have gone through, and, and the way we all come back together and and talk about it, that's to me that's like the Bible, because the Bible is just what a collection of stories, yeah, and different things to reference when you're going through stuff, and I'll. All of us have been through some shit that I can, if I'm going through, I'll be like, well, I remember when Bree went through this. And even you and James, like, girl, I could not stand him. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now, I don't know. I feel like y'all went through a little patch in a season. And he had Casey now. And he kind of like, is the best parts of both of you. So it's like, when shit is all helter skelter and y'all are going through, Y'all can at least look at him and be like, "Well, we got a pretty great common ground here. Like, let's yeah. let's let's stop this madness and let's, let's sit and think for a while and let's talk to him and play with him and he could come back together." And I Cause, think that's great because some people they yeah. they don't do what y'all are doing. They have a baby and then they
1: just yeah. Even when we do like argue or get mad at each other, Casey looking at the both of us like,
0: "I don't know why y'all doing all this arguing." <laughs>
1: Or he'll, like, start screaming or, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay. And then he'll look like, okay. He'll go from one arm to the next arm, like,
0: mm-hmm. hey, guys. you need this. Yeah, it's like the reassurance. It's like everything that you guys don't know how to put to words or know how to say or show, you have it with him. So, I don't know. I think that's that's cool.
1: i going back to Casey
0: you got anything you want to add? No. No. Why are you staring at me like this, man? But yeah, I think this was really, really great. We'll probably touched some people today. Because um, I feel like there are a lot of people that follow me on social media that could could really use maybe a talk session or something, because they are fucking lost as hell, <laughs> I can see it in their posts, I can see it when I'm talking to them, and I just I'm not the, you know I'm not the overbearing type to just go and preach on anybody and be like, hey, you need this, uh-uh. Uh-uh. but sure so I, I hope little stuff like this, they'll see it and listen and just get some kind of structure or some kind of guidance out of it, because it ain't, it's know. It you know, I don't,
1: I don't say anything.
0: Yeah.
1: I stay to myself, but I feel like if you want to an answer, I'm going to get, I'm going to give you an answer. It might not be the one that you want, but I mean, that's just my opinion mm-hmm. and how I see it. You can take what you want from it you can pick and choose how you want to use it. If you want to use it.
0: Sometimes it's not about what you want to hear. It's about what you need to hear. Yeah. Which is why you end up hearing certain things from certain people.
1: And I think that's why we all stuck together for so long, if that makes sense. Like you said, like, we're we're your church. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, people go to church. You go to church, you hear stuff that you might want to hear. It's yeah. not what yeah. you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. Exactly. So... I think going back to when I said, you know, I would go to church, but I wasn't feeling anything because it wasn't what I wanted to hear. Mm. That's not, it's not what I wanted, you know what I'm saying? But then I had to turn around, like you said, and listen. It's not what you want to hear. It's what what you need to. So stop and listen. Pause in the moment and listen. Because you might take something away from that that mm-hmm. might help you two days later.
0: Mm-hmm. And just because you're listening, like I feel like some people, they, they're they afraid of other people seeing that a word is for them, like a certain word is for them. So then the minute that it's like, oh, you're you preaching on me and my life, I don't want these people in here to know that. They kind of lose touch, or they're like, well, I'm not talking to this person no more, or I'm not going back to this church, or I just don't want nothing to do with that. But in the back of their mind, they're like, damn, that was for me, I just couldn't. I didn't want to be embarrassed, or mm-hmm. I didn't want everybody to know yeah. about my demon. So you kind of exposed it. Yeah. And now...
1: But at the same time, you ooh. never know somebody else might be dealing with that same demon. Exactly.
0: And you could touch and agree with this person versus just Don't be away. sensitive. Just.
1: Right. It's not just for you. It might be somebody else going through the same situation mm-hmm. that you're going through, but if you never open your mouth,
0: you'll never know. Yep, and that could be part of it, just for you to go through something with somebody else just to see that your case isn't so bad. Like, if mm-hmm. somebody going through worse than you, it's the same thing, but just the way you have this one tool that that's kind of helping you through it, and they don't have it. Mm-hmm. And then you could... and. But at the same time with
1: that, I feel like everybody's given the same tool. It's just how you use it. So you might have... <laughs> You might have the tool, right? Mm-hmm. I have the tool as well. But I choose to lay mine to the side and say, I'm not going to use it. You use yours. But I'm not going to use mine. Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes you might not even know that that tool can help with that thing until you see me using it. And mm-hmm. you're like, damn, I got this same thing over here. Yep. You you mean to tell me this whole time you could do that with that? And it's like, yeah. Why didn't you just ask me? <laughs> because I'm afraid <laughs> exactly. that you might judge me or that you might that is a word I feel like everybody needs to take into 2019. Like, do not be afraid to ask your neighbor. Because you never know. Y'all might be them sharing part of the yard that you can cultivate together, but you just... So, I have my moments where I'm like that. I'm very anti-people. And I don't think it's because I don't... I always say I don't like people. It's not that I don't like people. People terrify me because of my anxiety and certain things I can't control Mm -hmm. and certain... Things that people do that are triggers to me that they don't know about, so I just stay away. Like I, I rather not. I've come to a place now where I would rather suffer in silence than like be around people and push off that negativity on them. It's like I don't. I'm not necessarily meaning to come off this way or seem rude or or catty or like I'm snapping at you, but I have some of my own things that I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with. Mm-hmm. So instead of me coming around. And being sitting in the pews with all these people, and then flipping the fuck out, I'd rather just sit at home and get the word there, and then part of the word hopefully will help me figure out how to be around people more, and then I can come and add and be part of the number. But now I don't know. I'm just I'm just learning how to fight battles different, and mm-hmm. how to how to like take the connection that I'm building with myself and with with God and even with some of the other gods that my grandma introduces to and um, some of the ways that she worshiped like, I really want to get an altar and get some pictures of these different gods all to tie back into this might sound crazy to somebody that's Christian and listening all to tie back into the same God <laughs> that this person that identifies with Christianity
1: because I feel like we're all worshiping the same God, it's
0: just different women. we just
1: yeah,, mm-hmm. put different names on them or yeah, we come up with different you know entities for them,
0: yeah, like how in Christianity you might go to this certain passage in the Bible with Hinduism, we might go and pray to this one God because mm-hmm. that is all there. there that's all that's what they they tune into those certain things. When you call out about XYZ, that's the ears that you get that's listening. Mm-hmm. So we, we would know to go and have offering to them and, and kneel in front of them and stuff like that. But I still, I I would still do that and get up and then go to church with somebody if they wanted me to or I mean, I don't know. my my, But that's
1: your take on religion, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So everybody can't say, oh well, this is, I need to be Casey's uh religion. I need to be how she is with God mm-hmm. or how she is with her God. No, that's Casey's take on religion. You need to have your own. Right. You can't. You can't do everything the same way that everybody <laughs> else does. <laughs> and I'm like, and I feel like that's where everybody gets religion like mixed up because mm-hmm. I want to do what you're doing i want to do it
0: how you're doing, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> all, right, all right. You tired of listening to us talk? Like no, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I feel like this was uh, a good talk. Yes, yes, yes. So it's good, we must do this again. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. This is I guess we're gonna wrap this up and come to the end. Um and then later I don't know. If you have that I mean you can chime in later, maybe when um I do the other part with T And hopefully we can get Nisha to chime in at some freaking point. Some point. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you guys for listening. Happy Sunday. Uh, Feel free to leave questions, comments, concerns. If y'all need a church to go to, y'all want to go to church with Bree, feel free. I don't have a church for you to go to. If you want to come sit in my house and talk about worship, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully everybody can take away something good from this. I feel like this is a really, really good follow-up discussion from last Sunday. And hopefully y'all agree.